it another 15 minutes. Did you tell her that I don't like tennis still? She said that all well-bred girls play tennis, oh. chess, or bridge. This is 15 minutes yet? For 21 years, Carla Tate has had a handicap to overcome. No! Her mother. I give her love, I protect her, I teach her, and suddenly that's smothering. Those are her words, not mine, Mrs. Tate. <laughs> this is a girl who is determined to push the edge of the envelope. Carla, Carla! I need to be responsible so that my parents get off my back. But now at last, she's finally met someone who understands. I want her to meet Daniel. <laughs> Don't worry, because I've been house trained. <laughs> I'm telling you, that boy sees her as a rich girl. Well, I don't think he's after her money. I love Carla. She's the only one that makes me feel like a person. But seriously, aren't you concerned? Just a harmless flirtation, a crush. That's all it is. Page 84 is okay, but I don't want to do page 155. She has tried very hard to show that she's a responsible person. This is a child's life, and this is my child's life, and I am going to protect her. Page 146 looks pretty good. How much do you weigh? I just don't think that he can take care of you. He can barely take care of himself. We can take care of each other. Sometimes an ordinary life is an extraordinary achievement. When you reach a certain age and you're not talking to your children, I think you're missing a very important part of the journey. Stay together, you know, I thought our worst problem was going to be parking. Juliette Lewis. Diane Keaton, Tom Skerritt, and Giovanni Ribisi. I wonder who thought up sex in the first place. I, I think it was Madonna. The Other Sister. Welcome to Movie Uppers. I am Bob Sham. I'm Angela. The sound here may be dogs. Mm. And we are getting deeper into comfort food. Yes. November comfort food, perfect theme for a November because we will culminate into Thanksgiving, mm -hmm. the capital comfort food holiday. Yes. It's my favorite holiday. And a lot of people are like, Thanksgiving is nobody's favorite holiday. It's mine. And I'll get more into that the week of. And I wouldn't lie to you. You know I wouldn't. That said, this episode has sponsors. Our first ever sponsors. Are you okay? Yeah, go. Are you mad that we're sold out? That we're yeah, selling we're out? We're sold out? <laughs> There's no more space for our podcast. No, you just gave... I said we have sponsors. We're making money. Oh, and yeah, you, we And are, you're yeah. acting like, oh, that's awful. You haven't even heard who the sponsor is. I just don't know about this already, and for some reason I feel anxious. It could be like toothpaste or something. Yeah, okay. But it's not. Our local coffee shop. Yeah, this episode is brought to you by the Church of Scientology. You've probably heard of Scientology. Why is it a religion? What's it here? What's it here? Well, whatever you have heard, if you haven't heard it from us, I can assure you, we are not what you expect.
So take a look, and then decide for yourself. Yes, Scientology, the one true religion, getting up there. David Miscavige's wife, whatever her name is, she's fine. Danny Masterson, railroaded. Um, Tom Cruise, normal. Well, he's not normal. He's above us all, but like he's more normal than people keep claiming. Katie Holmes, ran off. Squirrels, watch out for him. The people who are into Scientology know what I mean when I say squirrels. That's my signal to you that I'm one of you. Scientology. We don't have enough money for you to be a Scientologist. That's why I'm doing ads. <laughs> um, also, and justice I, for Shelly Miscavige. Hey, 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 wait till the next episode that they're I, not sponsoring. I do not support the statement. Justice that we're just what? Made She's fine. By my husband. She's fine. Don't rattle the Look, money. I'm a suppressive person. Don't okay? rattle the money. This is what it's we blood got. Money, blood money. I got to go. Blood money. I got to go work on a boat next summer to get to pay for all our equipment. We need new gear. Anyway, for, <laughs> for comfort food, we're talking about movies that we grew up with, but also another angle is family friendly movies. Yes. Uh, where characters are playing people who are mentally challenged. Actors who are not mentally challenged are playing characters who are mentally challenged and similar to i am sam but probably without the the nuanced research on the part of the actors is uh, another movie that is not based on anything real yeah now i'm sure i mean of course there are, are stories of people with mental mental disabilities getting together and having relationships that's not absolutely strange. getting together having relationships getting married having children but this movie is about the waspiest of all, of all waspy families and they have a daughter that they just threw away. Yeah, this is uh, Juliette Lewis, Giovanni Ribisi, both Scientologists. Yep. The Other Sister, directed by Gary Marshall. Yes. From 1999, uh, starring Juliette Lewis, Diane Keaton, Tom Skerritt, and Giovanni Ribisi. But I prefer the porn parody. The other stepsister that I am fucking. It's pretty good. And they actually did the research for their mentally challenged roles. <laughs> they didn't just re- they didn't just rely on going the nasal like I I you know. Listen, Juliet Lewis's performance, I had to adjust to it like it was Christian Bell's Batman voice because I, I thought it was so bad. Yeah. And I had to, I took half the movie to really, okay, I guess I'm just accepting that this is what her character is. Yeah. Now, when we say her family threw her away, what she did one night based on a flashback that we got was Tom Skerritt was drinking. Mm -hmm. That's the, I mean, he's sober when we meet him today, but that's our signal that he was a drunk. Yeah. He was an alcoholic when he was little. And the, and Carla which is the name, which is the daughter that uh, Juliette Lewis plays, got really upset, yelled at her mom, and then was shutting the dining room door over and over and over again. Yeah, and for some reason, that moment was like the breaking point for Diane Keaton. Obviously, there had been other things going on. Stop it! I told you, I can't. (laughs) Stop laughing at me! (laughs) 
and Tom Skerritt very much said, I don't want you to put, is that his name? Yeah. Okay. Very. Uh, for some reason, I said it and then thought it was wrong. He didn't want them to send Carla away. But Diane Keaton basically said, well, you're drunk and I'm making this decision. And I am being forced to make this decision. And right there, the whole movie is bullshit. Because there's no reason why you should have to send your daughter away to a place that is so far away that to visit her, you have to get on a got, they on an airplane. Nobody visited her. No, they, well, that's what they visits. said. They said there were visits, but they were few and far between. And Carla just kind of accepted that. Now, they got money, so they probably sent her someplace that was pretty good. Yeah, it was a nice place, and she was very happy there. She had friends. She had teachers who cared about her. She had people who treated her like a person, right? But, the, but these are wealthy people that had the ability and the resources to actually bring this to her without having to, like, put her away somewhere. She could have had a nanny. She could have had a tutor. She probably, there was probably a special she did school have a nanny. that she could have gone to. Well, it was kind of like, yeah, housekeeper slash nanny who still worked there when they the kids were adults. But, but yeah, they had all the means to provide her with anything she could have possibly needed. Mm. And yet, they sent her away for 15 years until she was, like, too old to be in the program anymore. And Carla just is like, it's fine. Well, she, I think she just, It's listen, because she's simple, though, right? I mean, whether it's part of her... That is her life was at the school. You'd figure yeah. she would either be upset at them... For dumping them or upset that she's getting pulled out of the school. Well, there is a point where, you know, she comes home and Diane Keaton is trying to stifle her. Diane Keaton's acting like she knows her daughter and she doesn't. And she doesn't listen to her or what she wants. This whole family is completely insufferable. Yes. Tom Skerritt sucks. Even the the tacked on subplot of uh, Polly, what's her name? Sarah Paulson. Sarah Paulson is one of the daughters. But the whole family sucks. And she sucks, too. She has this, Mm. I'm a lesbian tacked on, and my parents aren't accepting, but it's played up kind of, like, cheeky. Yeah. And and it's like, she fuck them. She sucks, too. They could all get thrown into the Bay. They're like Bay Area ultra-rich, waspy people. Mm -hmm. Everything is very performative. Everything is very, look at me, look at me. The only thing this movie conveys well is... These ghoulish, bloodless, and one daughter is getting married. She's preparing throughout the whole movie to get She's married. She's a monster. And she is marrying this guy, and they ask him what he does for a living. And he says something along the lines of... Multi-tiered financing of petrochemical surveys in uncertain political terrain. Uh, <laughs> Translation, finding the big bucks in tiny little countries whose names you can't pronounce. Wow. I mean, it's so good to hear someone's actually using their college education. This guy, his job is he goes into countries and at some point mass graves occur because of whatever he's fucking doing. He's probably going in, seeing what resources need to be took. And, uh, and then he, and then they pay one company or one group of people to mass murder another group of people. And Diane Keaton thinks that is admirable. And she's, rude i keep wanting to say curse words i'm trying not to she's rude to her daughter that he's marrying because she is an elementary school teacher that's not good enough that's not going to make you any money but this man is throw doing a great thing throw them into the san francisco bay and shoot at the bubbles that are also diane keaton (laughs) diane keaton is one of those charitable ladies Mm. who gives money to things and actually does nothing 
Yeah. It's just for show, she's a benefactor. Hate. Nothing but hate in this movie. Let's get to the Riri parts of the movie. Oh, Bobby. This is a bad actor acting, so I could just insult it. No, but my teacher at the school says that two people do it when they're in love. Wait. Carla talks them into going to a polytech school so she can be a little bit more normal. She wants to do her own thing. She wants to live her own life. And she encounters another guy with some issues, uh, played by uh, Danny. His Giovanni Ribisi. Played by Giovanni Ribisi, who I looked like when I was a kid. Uh, now I look like him if I got stung by bees. But <laughs> they go on a date, and he takes her to like the bus station, and he knows all about this stuff. And this is actually kind of this a sweet scene. This is one scene. of the best parts of the movie. And he's explaining all this stuff and how to go here and get like a lot of... Food for cheap. He actually doesn't come off like. Was it like tids and bits? He doesn't like free bar food. Yeah, he doesn't come off r-worded. He comes off more autistic in this scene, and you're like, oh, he just seems a little more autistic. He knows every bus route and which bus takes you to every uh, football game because he's obsessed with marching bands. So that's also leads you to think that maybe he's. Autistic is the hyper-obsession with the marching bands. But as his performance keeps going, the character seems to actually get dumber and dumber. Yeah. Like, there's really no consistency as to how he is mental, because when you first meet him, he just seems autistic, which is not really the standard we're going for in our selections. Carla lives up to it, but not him. But then, as it keeps going, he just seems just more of what we're talking about. Like, his character... There's no real consistency in how he's portraying it unless Carla's pussy is so off the chain that it's making him R-worded. Listen, you made the comment, I believe in the last one, that you felt as though we were really hard on radio. And then as we've kind of progressed through the month, we've realized how much worse it can be. (laughs) Yeah, every time we go to the next challenged performance movie... I feel like, man, maybe I was a little too harsh on the previous one we talked about. And what's insane is, you know, we were really hard on radio, but the thing about radio, the one compliment we did give, or I did give, to Cuba Gooding Jr. was that he seemed very specific in all of his choices, the way he carried himself, the way he spoke. It seemed as though he studied the actual man or tried to, like, make a version of that man that made sense and was, like, consistent you don't know. I, and and tr- listen, people with mental disabilities, they're not all the same, no matter what that is. But this is all over the place. It's bad. Now, Gary Marshall, if you were uh, a young woman between 1985 and 2005, and you went to go see a movie with your mother, mm. chances are you maybe hit up a Gary Marshall movie he directed. Sure. Runaway Bride, Pretty Woman. Beaches. Remember that movie Beaches? Oh, Valentine's yeah. Day. No, I never saw that one. Um, He's not with us anymore. But anyway, back to this movie. Car- Carla, she's trying to explain to her her bullshit family that she's in love. And um, yeah, she has a little boyfriend now. She wants to get her own apartment. She wants to get her own apartment. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> he's got an apartment that his dad pays for. It is kind of cute when they're um, in the apartment. There's something about Giovanni 
There's certain little bits of comic timing from his part mm -hmm. that kind of come out a little bit. I feel like we should be doing something more than kissing. Me too. What did they do after they kissed? They do it. It's not enough to save this movie, mm -mm. but it, there is just certain points where where he's introduced to her mother dressed like a dog, and he just starts barking. And I want you to meet Daniel. And Daniel, this is to my mother and my father. Hello. <laughs> what is <laughs> what? Like I said, is inconsistent to when we. Anyway, my yeah. guys, that that Carla Tate pussy gets you R-worded. I actually do like that because there's this moment where Diane Keaton is assuming this man who's going to show up at the door is a completely quote-unquote normal guy. And she's like, why is this person interested in my daughter? I mean, it's a good... Fair. But but the, she never even asked a question. Like, she didn't... You know what I mean? Like, And then when she saw him, she was like, oh... Oh, this is not what I thought. Remember that show with the lady who um, looked like she was eight, but she was a normal lady, and she just wanted a normal relationship with oh, a normal yeah, yeah. guy? Yeah. But a normal guy dating someone that looks like they're eight years old has devastating <laughs> implications. Yeah. I didn't mean to go, like, uh, no, sidebar there, know. but anyway. I know. Um, <laughs> that's a different version of this movie that's... Horrible. I really wanted that show to be better than it was. <laughs> so, uh, Carla and Danny do fuck. On Thanksgiving. Mm hmm. That's the day to do it, the best holiday. I did love how much they, they were like reading books. Like they were like reading the Kama Sutra. They were like picking out pages for each other. They talked about having sex for months. This, imagine. And you said the F word on a family friendly movie. Oh, fudge. I mean, <laughs> we've been, we've been failing miserably at keeping things clean. Imagine this Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. We just eat all this food. We're stuffed. We're loaded. I know. Uh, we can't get up. We're just nodding off to a Charlie Brown special on the TV. So full. And then we're like, let's fudge. No. <laughs> fudge. Let's fudge. No. It's not happening. I think Thanksgiving, that holiday, as much as I love it, is the one day where I can probably guarantee I'm not going to fuck and let, or fudge. <laughs> Unless it's like eight hours after I've eaten. Or before. But there's no way there's eight hours between I'm getting more turkey and stuffing because I'm constantly eating all day. Yeah. Who has sex on Thanksgiving? Nobody. Not unless you're into weird kinky shit involving food. Would you have sex? No, thanks. So, yeah. So, uh, Carla's lady parts get Danny all R-worded. He can't pass a test, and Carla does. Yeah, and he, he, he fails his class at the college, the community college, and because of that, his dad is cutting him off. He's not going to pay for his apartment anymore. So the mom is in charge, but the mom lives in Florida, and so the solution is, well, you have to come live with me in Florida. So Danny's going to have to leave Carla. He's, all, he's also obsessed with the movie The Graduate. Yes. Yeah. Did they live happily ever after, Daniel? Well, I don't know. I don't know. They didn't make a graduate tune. And I think if you're autistic, you could be obsessed with the graduate. But if you're like, I've got the mental capacity of someone 10 and under, the graduate's not your movie. 
but uh but yeah so they allude to that throughout the movie um so they have um some holiday engagement at the country club that oh, the family yeah, goes to holiday party and uh it's kind of funny though because danny at some point everything he does is interrupting everything that the married couple are going to do yes. like they get up to do a dance because they're about to get married and then danny is hammered and he gets up on the mic he's like hey, i want to say something sit down <laughs> sit down and then he confesses his love to carla and then announces to the whole party that he and Carla that did it. He tapped that. He hit that from the back on Thanksgiving. He didn't say that. He he. Split, we don't know that. We don't know what page they were on. He split of the, the Kama he Sutra. split the wishbone and he got in it. And Car. Everyone starts laughing. Carla starts screaming. Don't laugh at me. Don't laugh at me. And she gets very upset. And she, she tells him. Danny that she never wants to see him again. So Danny, this guy, he actually just kind of gets left at this country club. I think his dad does well, but I don't know if like they're uh, super Bay Area waspy doing well, you know? Yeah, my my dad sells Mercedes. Right. Yeah. Right. All right. Okay. Bye. His dad doesn't live near him, so yeah, he lives in Florida. So it's like somewhere else. He kind of gets left into a country club, which you know is in this big ass gated enclave. I have a feeling Tom Skerritt helped him get home or something, but yeah. or called someone. Uh, there is a guy that helps him out, like pays his bills and helps him out. Yeah, yeah, who uh, who uh, was in Vietnam. Ernie has killed people. What? And that's who he goes to when he's upset, mm-hmm. all that. But yeah, he Carla broke up with him, so he gets on a train to go to Florida. Mm. And then halfway there, decides... I have to go back. Yeah. I can't leave her. I love he loves her. her. Like the graduate where he's got to co- get to her. And it's only been a month. Even though she's not the one getting married there. No. But, you know. He takes, what did you say? Trains, planes, and automobiles. He, planes, no, trains, planes. and automobiles back he's to California. From Texas to California. Insane. Hitchhiking. Yeah. And he ends up arriving at the church on the wedding day. How did he know? I don't know. Where to go? What day it was? What time? He starts chucking marshmallows during the service. This is the other point where yeah, he climbs up in the balcony and starts like throwing, and then he fall. It it becomes there's these points, and and this is like this with uh, radio as well, where these performances almost become like Jerry Lewis bits. Yeah. Yeah, like it becomes like zany, like oh, they're like like physical weird bits of physical comedy. I think it would have been better if he had still done the graduate thing, even though Carla wasn't the one getting married because she was standing up front. We thought he was going to bang on the glass as a bridesmaid, so he should have banged on the glass. I always think of the Simpsons parody of that. What? Where Grandpa Simpson uh, bangs on the glass and falls through it. Yeah. I mean, that's probably what would have happened if they'd gone that route on here. They should have. Why? I, I, you literally thought that that's where this was going to go the whole time. Well, then he falls down. He, like, comes down this flag. And then he proposes to Carla in the middle of her sister's wedding. She accepts. Big faux pas. But he's R-worded, so. And then the daughter, who's getting married, looks at her mommy and is like, Mom, say something. 
And the mom stands up and says, Carla's going to retire as a bridesmaid and Danny's going to come sit with her and you've all been lovely. Yeah. And then there's a big fight because the mom tells Carla, I don't want you to get married. Yeah, yeah. Not to this guy. You can do better than this guy. And Carla says, Danny's the first boy you've met and I think you can do better. No, but I can't do better because I'm not better. You're better. You're better. Stop touching me. I'm not a baby. No, I'm not better. I'm just me, Mom. Can't you see me? You're not looking at me for who I am. This is who I love. This is who I want to be with. What do you want me to The mother's like, you can do better than this. And she's like... I'm literally a moron. I can't do better than this. Well, and at some point, Diane Keaton's like, he just wants her money. And Tom Skerritt's like, He's way I too mean, dumb to only want money. That's not a factor. <laughs> He's too... Like, because at one point, Carla says she wants him to move in with her. Because, because she doesn't want him to leave. Honey, if he gets her money, you can easily trick him into getting the money back. <laughs> I mean, what is he going to do with it? Get marching band this CDs. Is, I mean, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Now, usually we would advise most people who are unsure to be like, don't even start thinking about marriage or family until about 30. But listen, these kids are 22 and they're in love. And, and why they wait? are mentally uh, challenged. Yeah. There is no, there's nothing to wait for here. So in this case. I can love. Do it. Do it. Why not? Um, Especially if it keeps him and here And have lots together. of babies. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> At least your family can take care of them. Your family can send your babies off to a facility for 15 years. God. That's what's going to happen if they have kids. Well, they live close enough. No, I mean, hopefully not. Hopefully it would just be a communal communal raising babies. That's what happens. So they do get married in a very small private performance. And there's this thing where like Diane Keaton's not going. And then she does show up in the, in the stupidest fucking red hat you've ever seen. Fudging. The stupidest fudging red hat. <laughs> And then they get married. And um, also, I want to stop and thank again the Church of Scientology for sponsoring this episode. If you think that all is lost, that every dream has faded, that the last light of hope is gone, think again. It's there within you. Something that can never die. You can live, live again. The power. Live, live again. To rise. Live again. To create. Live again. To live again. You can live. Because nothing is more powerful than you. We appreciate you guys. Fuck the haters. 
fuck the um the squirrels y'all help y'all help make this movie two of your finest scientologists were in this movie do you think they had to apologize while hooked up to e-meters for their performances in this movie no they were probably encouraged he, I don't know about her, but Giovanni Urbisi was born into Scientology. Yeah, I think Beck He's was. He's done it his entire life. Beck was, too. So yeah. You, you are a little sympathetic because, of course, you know people who grew up in strict religious upbringings. And yeah, if it's all you they, know. The only reason that they are the way they are, you see people break out. But, yeah. like, you know, if any of us were in any other country, like in the Middle East, we'd all be Muslim, right? So, in some ways, yeah, I'm not, like, I don't feel too harsh on those who grew up in it if that's all they knew yeah but it's still kind of up to y'all to really kind of think well and once you are a grown person yeah yeah but i get it some things are harder for people to emotionally untether from than others and who knows they're not like me not be just chomping at the bit to get away but but then again my upbringing wasn't so intensely like literalist or evangelist there's also the the part of it where who knows someone who grows up in it in their actual like day-to-day personal life how invested they actually are but they may just stay because if you leave your family can't talk to you anymore exactly there's also that there's definitely that sense in scientology because you become a squirrel if you leave and you're trying to like say oh well elron wouldn't do this but if you're not under david miscavige who's a really great guy that you're just a freaking squirrel and you need to chitter up your tree. Am I right? Quit being suppressive. You think you're, you think you're not suppressive if you're a squirrel, but you are. Psyheads know what I'm talking about. Don't go to psychiatry. Don't go to psychologists. They are Nazi murderers. All right. I've been in therapy. What? Can you keep it down for this episode? They're not sponsoring the next episode. I also take meds for stop anxiety it. and depression. Fucking stop it. Wait until the next episode to reveal these things. I don't want their money. We have it. I signed a billion year contract. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Babe, this is a red flag <laughs> for our relationship. So, this movie had a budget of $35 million. Okay. How much do you think it made? 15 A little higher than that. It didn't make budget. 27 27.8. Your second... I mean, Maybe was, I looked that up. <laughs> I, <guess laughs> I might have looked that up. It was before. your second guess, but it was still pretty good. Yeah, so I guess they live happily ever after. I remember when this came out because I had a big crush on Giovanni Rabisi. And another thing that's really weird about this compared to radio is that Cuba Gooding Jr. didn't seem to do that much after radio. And we talked about that. But somehow it's, Giovanni it is Rabisi unfair. Cuba got this, screwed. Yeah, Giovanni Rabisi made this movie right in the middle of like five or six other movies. Well, he was never really that big of an actor. No, though. but he was in movies Cuba, with big actors. Cuba was bigger than Rabisi, at least at one point. He absolutely was, but Rabisi kept working. Yeah. At the level he was working. But I'm just saying he kind of maintained a certain like yes. level. But yeah, I never really thought going through these movies and analyzing them and discussing them. That I would be more sympathetic to Cuba as we got deeper into it. Yeah. But he really did kind of, you know, he he made the same bad choice that Sean Penn did, but suffered way more for it than Sean Penn did. 
Juliet Lewis. I mean, I don't know. Juliet, not really. After this, she's not really like that prominent in roles after this, right? Mm. Like, I'm trying to. This uh, she's only bit roles. Like, the 90s were her decade. Yes, yes. Well, because she was also in What's Eating Gilbert Grape. And Natural Born Killers. Natural and Born Killers. Stuff like that. So. Yeah, she was she was all over the 90s. But yeah, once we got into the 2000s. I don't know if that's necessarily because of this role. Because I think this is something about this movie. The world, I feel like, wants to forget. Mm. Like, it's something that is just... I mean, it is an insufferable movie. It's not well written. Everything feels contrived as hell. The only thing that feels consistent is how this ghoulish family how is. How fudging. Yeah. Ghoulish. Fudging. The oh, family we are, is. We have failed so badly at trying to stay clean this month. But yeah, this we whole family is trash. We have show for a reason. We are explicit. The revolution. If the revolution pops off, I hope you ain't uh, attached to the Tate family. Because some eggs need to be broken. All right, it's gonna be yeah. like it's gonna be like the Romanovs up in this shit. Yeah. All right, and that's just how it's gonna be. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's review this movie. Okay. Uh, one. One. <laughs> one. It's a two. <laughs> Already on the list. Yes. And there actually should be a Halloween. Uh, Halloween six is probably on this list too. We just haven't put it on there yet because I need to go back there and do that. Oh, okay. So, yeah, The Other Sister. Oh, all the Halloweens. Yeah, we waited. The Other Sister by Gary Marshall mm-hmm. is an F-tier ass movie if there ever was one. Gary Marshall, not with us anymore, but I still think he should apologize for this movie. I feel like everyone who was in this movie should apologize. I don't know. I hate I just, This movie sucks. Mm-hmm. There's not much more you can say about it. Yeah. It keeps getting worse as we keep going. I am hoping that we're going to have an upswing because I know some of the titles that are coming and I know that. This is our, I think we are peaking. There's some better. I think we are peaking. Low peaking. Like we're at the bottom of the valley. Yeah, like the bottom. (laughs) Check the show notes for links and other places to find us. What do you think? If you have any thought whatsoever on the other sister, if you don't, that's probably a more normal position. Probably more normal that you would have avoided this movie or saw the cover and be like, I would never watch this. Only a young woman between 1985 and 2005 with her mother going to the movies would have ever seen this movie. And they would have been white. They would have been no other color. Check the show notes for links to other places to find us. Like and subscribe. Leave a comment. We appreciate your uh, time, the time that you spend with us. And uh, we love you so much. Life to all lovers.